Vandalite here, host of your M Tax of the Demands to find some earbuds. Welcome to the Wonder Years. For all your animals rereading and eventual rewatching needs, I'm Sarah. I'm Blair. And I'm Seda. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to end that on like a funny thing, like say something funny. No jokes. No jokes. No jokes. <laughs> that's that's our that's our resolution for 2019, by the way. Uh, no jokes ever again. Uh, jokes are done. We left those in 2018. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, all serious now. That's all this podcast is. No mm-hmm. jokes till mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Uh, oh, uh, that's eh? I I I went. That's what happened. I I left them there oh <laughs> <Brooklyn>. yeah <laughs> so now so now roswell has all the jokes yep mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. has to take care of them <laughs> he waters them daily do you know how i know that i'm getting to be a very old man hmm. i bought iced tea and it's taken me three days to drink it because it's so sweet <laughs> oh i feel that i went um i i used to drink um the like uh, Arnold Palmer like Arizona's yeah um every summer and then I like they were like a staple for the summer for me and then I had one and I was like ooh, this is sugar um so then I like downgraded to the green tea ones and then I've tried those again and I'm like oh this is just still sugar know. you know I'm just gonna I, uh, pour some water right into this can I uh my uh my slightly becoming older person thing is that I now take my coffee black if it's good coffee, I mean, you've got to. I just, like, I've been trying to, like, cut out, like, I tried to stop drinking a lot of soda last year, and then I was, like, still just putting, like, a shitload of sugar and creamer into my coffee in the morning. I was like, this just is kind of counterintuitive, honestly, with everything else happening. You know, right. I've, 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 like, had the opposite journey with coffee, where I started out just taking coffee completely medicinally, and I really? still have, I still have absolutely no taste for coffee and i will just chug garbo black coffee if i have to but i'm now to the point where i'm like oh i'm allowed to like enjoy coffee and i can like <laughs> put coconut milk in it you know right right yeah uh, yeah i i put um i i have this like my parents keep giving me coffee mate because it's technically lactose free and i'm like <laughs> okay but i i, I do want to start like just drinking almond milk and oat milk and stuff like that, like non-dairy milks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just keep giving me coffee mate, so I'm slowly reading through my thing of co- my several things of coffee mate in the fridge. <laughs> I just have about like so you know, there's that one episode of Queer Eye where they like go into the guy's fridge and he just has like seven containers of almond milk. Mm-hmm. That was so fucking validating for me. Except for me, it's like half a container of rice milk and then like some oat milk, a tiny thing of coconut milk, a huge ass thing, two things of cashew milk usually. <laughs> and then like one tiny container of soy for when I needed it for something. And I'm just like, am I okay? Can someone check on me? No, you're valid. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, kids born on the day this book was published can drink in Canada. Oh, God. I don't know why that came to mind when I was looking at the date, but it was, like, it's, like, May, I think, 1999, Mm -hmm. um, which means they'd be 19, so they can drink everywhere in Canada. That's really powerful. This book can get drunk in Ontario. Yeah, and we're going to get drunk with it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, This week, we read... uh, sickness um yes. which is a cassie book 
Well, before we get into the segments, do we want to talk about the extremely good news that J.K. Rowling... Ro- God, God, I said J.K. Rowling. No, so the, other, the opposite one. one the good K. one. Applegate, we stan. We do I actually stand. don't know this news. I just kind of heard it vaguely talked about. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, K.A. Applegate, I, this is a tweet that from, like, uh, from 2017, from November 2017, so this is not, like, a recent tweet, but, like, it's a tweet that was, like, kind of unearthed recently because it was in a reply. Sure. Um... But it's K.A. Applegate uh, responding to a hashtag of Believe Trans People, and she says, Thank you for this. I'm the parent of a trans woman age 20, and I'm grateful for your powerful words. We stan yeah. a legend. <laughs> J.K. Rowling like... over here is having, J.K. Rowling is over here having, like, like, old, like, having, like, heated old person moments and just liking turf shit, and then K.A. Applegate is over here like, what the fuck is up, J.K.? It's like, yeah. it's so funny because um, as much as I always thought the like Harry Potter versus Animorphs books were very funny, um, like books, the jokes about them, like Harry Potter is mm-hmm. like, you, what if you did a wizard? And Animorphs books are like, you know, the classic one is what if the living envy the dead or whatever. Right, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And I was always like, yeah, that's funny. And then this year or this past couple of years, maybe it's just because Animorphs has become so friend of mine for me. I really can't help but compare them a lot. <laughs> right and just because i used to be like oh they're kind of serving different markets they had very different goals blah blah blah. and now i'm just like no this is a cage death match and i know who's winning (laughs) (laughs) oh oh no totally absolutely that um also (laughs) the authors (laughs) didn't have two initials for their first names yeah it's true (laughs) the peril is um it's like jk rowling's like who are you and k.a applegate's like i'm you but stronger <laughs> yeah and both of their last names are are actions you know you oh. can be rolling down a hill or you can be trying to tell somebody that they need to know a certain amount about apples to have like a gate like a gate keep. <laughs> oh like, no uh, if you're trying to keep uh keep rascals out of your orchard mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Or a firewall for a MacBook. Sure. Oh, n- see that one's better. <laughs> Third time draft two is better. You got to go through drafts. It's a process. Comedy <laughs> is a living thing. <laughs> and we're gonna kill it. No jokes. <laughs> no jokes. Jokes are dead. None of these have been jokes. No. Which jokes. is factual. That's true. That's I mean you are not wrong. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So uh, we stand. We forever stand. Yeah, um, we do indeed. Thank you, Capelgate. Unfortunately, this did. This did. This there was. There was a there casualty. Must be, <laughs> there must be sacrifices to be made. Uh, mm-hmm. Seda has been spoiled on a major endgame plot point. Yeah. I, and we're not, um, obviously not going to say what it is, but I, I know what it is, and I'm very sorry, Seda. Yeah, I, I closed the post fairly quickly, but um, from what I gathered of it was it was something about her explaining, like, part of who her books were for or something. But I don't, I don't, I just know that it was attached to a screenshot of this tweet of her being like, yeah, trans people are cool. Um, I birthed one. Dope. Um, and this, like, third paragraph sentence of the post is like a huge like enormous spoiler like enormous and i immediately like closed the tab and was like guys (laughs) the thing is that like i really want to go back and revisit that open because that's an open letter that she that she herself penned after the end of animorphs yeah and 
it's a really power. Like, I, I sat down and read it after you linked it to me, and like that's a it's a really powerful letter. But obviously, neither of you are allowed to read it. Yeah, I'm very, end. very curious. Just because of the the context, I'm I'm incredibly curious to read it in, you know, forty more weeks or whatever, thirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. damn, we are on the back half of Animorphs, huh? We are. We yeah. are. Very oh. much so. Fucked mm-hmm. up to think it's about. Exciting. It's 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 the train is approaching us. It's uh. It's all really happening. This book was uh, really good. Yes. This book was really ta- good. Let's talk about it. We, we read book 29, um, The Sickness, which is a Cassie book. Um, the cover beautifully illustrates uh, Miss Cassie turning into a little green slug. Um, uh, <sighs> I'm going to pull this one up real quick. It's super good. I tweeted it out. Um, I also love the tagline for this book. The tagline... I had to really sit with it for a little while. It's super funny to me. Like, it's 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 because uh, we all we all get our books from Richard's Animorph form. Thank you, Richard. We'll have you on the show anytime. And it says cover uh, Cassie to Yerk, and then the tagline is Cassie is about to make a change for the better. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> this isn't the first time that I think we've had the suspicion that maybe the taglines are come up with completely independently of the book. Um, I think that this is a particularly unfortunate example of what that can lead to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this book has a quote-unquote bad ending, but I don't think it would be for the better. No, and just if you take it at its most literal, like Cassie changing into a yerk is an upgrade right (laughs) and it's like well well not even ideolic not even like apolitically is that correct you know yeah exactly (laughs) and also this is this is one of the covers that makes the um size difference very difficult (laughs) because they don't they don't shrink her this looks like a pool toy yeah yeah oh my oh my god do you think can you you can commission pool toys, right? Google year pool toy right now immediately. <laughs> I very much doubt that it exists, but like what an exciting um I don't understand the images I'm looking at in Google Images. I will be completely honest with you. Did you Google Yerk pool to- toy? Yerk pool ship squirter pizza hut toy <laughs> side 2. <laughs> the the ship was like packaged like a fucking like like a McDonald's toy. I think that Pizza Hut might have had an Animorphs tie-in. Oh my god, there's a whole Wikipedia article about Animorphs fast food merchandise. Oh my god, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and KFC all released. Uh, there were 15 toys in total between the three franchises. We need to collect uh, them. All of them in 1998 to 1999. Hey guys. Oh my um, god. I'll send you some yeah. Uh 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 does this look like a butthole to you? Yeah, that looks like a butthole. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> okay, um, but like listen look, look at this cool shit. Like claw to hand watch, clock with two hour timer to signify the two hour limit morph time. Fuck that's yeah. Right. Yerk on the brain, a magnetic brain maze. Taco Bell fucking coming through. Um, yes. They had morphing figures. Um, oh, good. So they had kids that changed into animals. Wait, wait, wait there were mm-hmm. 20 toys in total then. 5 plus 5 plus 5 is 15. Plus 5. Taco Bell did two, did two sets. 
Oh, okay. I didn't see the second set. Cool. So there are 20. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, they We use... will make a P.O. box. <laughs> yeah. There. Oh, oh, that's just not even close to the right image that I've tried to send you. I don't <laughs> even know what and animorphs? <laughs> Pinch me. I must be dreaming. <laughs> Says the Taco Bell dog. Honestly, that's me. <laughs> are you the Taco Bell dog? Yeah. Man, fuck. That's I can just really go me, Taco like, Bell right now. <laughs> trying to get prepared for this podcast while at the mall and eating one of the five bean burritos I just bought. What uh-huh. is happening in this pic? Is that... These are felt tip markers that um, look like they are... The markers are set into the heads of the children, and then the caps of the markers are the bottoms of animal faces. Uh-huh. This sucks. <laughs> it doesn't so, look um, particularly ergo ergonomic. And uh, now we come to the Yerk Pool Ship Squirter. Rubber ball of the Yerk Mothership. <laughs> and they did sure call it a squirter. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, it does look directly like an anus. Great. Yes, and yeah, yes, for people following along at home, this is the one I said looks like a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. We're doing important research. <laughs> Look, this KFC one is killing me because one of the KFC items was called the Animorphing Box, and it just, the description is, rub the middle of any of the sides to see Animorphs. Like, what, yes, like a, I would... <laughs> a lot of fast food chains got in on this one. I know, but just the phrase, rub the middle of any sides to see Animorphs. Like, there they are. See them. That's, yes. That's very exciting news. You it can is. see any of them. Oh, here. Oh, you ready for some excitement? DNA transfer cards. Rub the card to reveal items. Back of the cards is a puzzle. Oh, wow. I love a puzzle. A puzzle. Tobias <laughs> Hot Glider. Throw it and it glides. <laughs> oh, no. You it's know, just... I own a lot I of... I need you. Like... I need... Hold on. I need everyone to shut the fuck up and Google Tobias Hot Glider because this is what the fucking Tobias Hot Glider looks like. I'm going to link it to YouTube right now because holy shit. This is... How is... Is this Animorphs? This is Animorphs? Is Animorphs. This is Tobias Animorphs? You just get some felt? And some plastic and some that looks like a, a snake in disguise. <laughs> That's like a snake like trying a, to get into an aviary party. It's no, oh, it's, yes. a sna- it's a snake, and his Halloween costume is the bird from Twitter. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This okay, is... Well, now that we've chased that down. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. we should have saved that for the end. No, no, it belongs right here. Right right in our hearts. Right in our hearts, directly in there. That is going to be the thing that kills me. Somebody's going to find one of those gliders. They're going to sharpen it to a point and stab it directly into my heart. And the two of you will have to go on an Animorphs-themed sort of scavenger hunt uh, to solve the mystery. Avenge death or not avenge death? You know, it's up to you, I think. Okay, okay. But you, de- you definitely do have to figure the death out. Okay. Like, oh, know. sure. Oh, Oberdin yeah. style. We have to use the momentum mortem and uh, figure out who, figure out what salty seaman caused your death. Yeah, it was Capplegate. Okay. <laughs> oh, Capplegate. sorry. Ooh, that's the most. That's the most bitter betrayal. Yeah, it's gonna be really sad for everyone. And we're all gonna just have to like emotionally contend with that. Yeah, mm. but you know, we're still gonna stand. So like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> So true. Standing doesn't stop over a small thing like murder. No, 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 no. I probably deserved it. Oh, for sure. No, definitely. 
Speaking of murder, Cassie starts off this book with a great inner monologue that's like, my friends think I'm nice, but actually, I'm a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, this, Cassie says some amazing things in just this first chapter. Um, Yes, that, like, no two ways about her internal moral complexity. (laughs) Yeah, this book, I mean, it's like, I think we've had Cassie books recently that haven't been as introspective but it's because they've got they've had like a lot of shit going on and this Mm -hmm. one i mean there's a lot happening but it's uh less survival mode i'd say than previous cassie like most recent cassie books have been so we get Mm -hmm. to really sort of go fucking just dive right into that cassie philosophy like introspection type Mm -hmm. stuff that is so good (laughs) it's very good it's very good Um, this book was so fucking good paired deliciously with her okay i screen capped this and like posted it um it's it's like the most egregious thing and she says it immediately um (laughs) uh she's like talking about how jake hasn't asked her out to the dance that's coming up because some girls were like gossiping near them mm-hmm. and she was all like now you might picture me and jake being all lovey-dovey hand in hand but it's not like that but rachel she's beautiful <laughs> i know i also highlighted that and there's also a great moment where rachel like defending cassie and jake like is like fuck you cassie and jake are in love forever and ever and ever practically married cassie and jake fuck you guys bye and then the moment they're out of earshot she's like cassie you guys are so gross (laughs) it's like yeah well (laughs) you know you gotta defend but you gotta Mm -hmm. speak your truth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i will say the one thing we start off um and it's it's sort of like at the beginning of the book I think that after a couple of uh, weaker books, like weaker philosophical cores to the past couple mm-hmm. books, or at least the last mm-hmm. one, um, mm-hmm. I kind of came into this with a little bit of bad faith because Kate, uh, Cassie's... Kate, <laughs> sorry, I don't know how names work. Cassie <laughs> starts talking about how, um, well, yeah, Yerks have to like enslave people but the alternative is to be a slug, so it's not such an easy choice, is it? And it's like, well, one is slavery, mm-hmm. so no, I don't think that is a hard choice. <laughs> but um, it gets explored in a way that I think is legitimate, and like we definitely see where Cassie is coming from. Right. Um, and so it was very sort of like, oh, right, yeah, no, these books are capable of complex thought, so I don't have mm-hmm. to, like, judge them immediately for the characters having a bad or weird thought that I don't necessarily agree with, because that doesn't mean that's what the book is saying. Right. No, exactly. Um, and I think this this book was kind of tertiarily about, um, like, seeing how... It's, it's not the function itself, which is bad, like Yerks. Um, it's, it's their culture, the way that the, they culturally enact what they do to quote-unquote survive, which yeah. makes it bad, you know? Because we have like a more symbiotic sort of relationship between Absolutely. like a, a Yerk and a human um, in this one, which, I, which is something I've always been super interested in and thought a lot about. So it's, and yeah. we've kind of 
explored morally complex yerks, ones that aren't just like imperialism, you know? Sure. Um, uh, but now we get one, we get like a yerk and a controller um, who are like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're cool. and it's, it's, um, it's, I think one of the first like long payoffs we've had, like really long payoffs, um, mm-hmm. because, uh, just, just sort of skipping around just because I think this whole arc is really cool. Um, yeah. what the, the Yurk who we meet shortly, we've met before is, is, a, is from 10 books ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the book where Cassie meets a little girl controller and, uh, a whole bunch of fucking shit goes down with that Yurk. Um, oh, that one, <laughs> that book was so, that one was another really intense yeah it was Um, and i think so and i think that that like the ties to that book are i mean they're blatant like they're obvious like it's literally a follow-up to that book in a lot of ways but mm -hmm. thematically it plays off of it so well Mm -hmm. and like builds on all of the ideas that Mm -hmm. were there that we haven't had time to go back to because the kids have been (laughs) nearly dying four times a book for the past 10 books yeah. And this one, okay, we can get there when we get there, but this book goes some fucking places which it has no right to put children in. Oh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Which, which is standard, I guess, generally speaking, but specifically, uh, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, so they're at the school dance um, uh, and just kind of hanging out and partying. Can I um, and put in one there. weird, weird detail? She's yes. like, she's like, oh, you know, we've got all your normal middle school dance things. We've got shitty lights. We've got stale chips. We've got teachers talking about whether they should strike. <laughs> I was like, is this? Is there like a weird union C plot in this? <laughs> was that? I mean, was that just like how the '90s were? It's entirely Probably. possible. I mean, there were. A lot. I mean, I don't know. I'm from a. Compl- I was gonna say that there were a lot of strikes, sort of in that like five years, but I am in a completely different physical location and also country. So I think that my experience means nothing. Um, I was so young too, so I have like no memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, very of the time, how the '90s was. Axe and Tobias watched Austin Powers together. Oh, oh, okay. The idea of Axe and Tobias watching Austin Powers together makes me go fucking crazy. I know. Oh my god. And then, and then Tobias. Oh my god. That means, it. That, that means that Axe has, at some point, Axe has said the words of "horny baby." Yeah. Oh no. Axe does reference um a million dollars later. Uh-huh. I wonder if that or was. Was the billion it was dollars Eric, thing in, like, Austin Powers 2. I'm just wondering oh. if that was a tie-in. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I didn't even think about Austin, that. Maybe. All if, the Austin those, Powers what, sort of, like, merge in my mind as just sort of a haze of, like, uh, sleepovers. What if this What if this book series came out, like, ten years later, and uh, Tobias was, like, he made, like, a joke, and it was, like, my life, and then was, like, sorry, Axe watched Borat last night. I immediately thought that you were gonna say that Tobias made a Homestuck reference. I mean, he would! <laughs> that, I think that would be, like, an extra decade. That yeah. it would, no, no, that's not, not right. Quite. 
It would not be... quite. Didn't do the math. We're good on that one. Yeah, it um, would be a decade plus maybe a couple years, depending on how soon he hopped on that wagon. <sighs> Can you imagine how insufferable Axe would be to read Homestuck with? He'd just be like, either none of this makes sense or inexplicably, he'd be like, who is this Andrew Hussey? How does he know how all of the dimensions work? <laughs> Oh no! We had this. We had this exact same tale read to us when we were growing up. How did it get to your Earth world? And Tobias is like favorite Homestuck character. Who is okay? Are you asking who is Axe or who is everyone? Because I want to do who is everyone. We can do who is everyone's. There's so many Homestuck characters, guys. There are so many, but let's just okay. You know what? Let's just make this easier on ourselves. Let's limit this to the first four kids and the first twelve trolls. No one else. No. Um, No. Marco no and Marco's and no... favorite is Dave, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess Cassie's would probably be Jade's. She'd uh, totally vibe with Jade. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she would vibe with Jade. Um, um, I feel like Tobias would like Rose. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, I mean that's the. I feel like everyone, every man I've known who liked Rose, like turned out to be like a closeted trans woman, myself included. Yeah, so, that like, fits. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, that definitely fits. Um, uh, Marco Rachel also, uh, is a, Marco... either a Vriska stan or a Terezi stan. Oof. I think Vriska stan. She's so valid. Damn. God, she's so valid. Yeah, I would lean that way as well. <laughs> um, I think, I think, uh, I think Marco also likes Carcat a lot. Dave is definitely his favorite, but he also likes Carcat. I think that Marco cosplays Gamzee ironically, but also not quite ironically. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Marco's favorite is, uh, Dave, but he has a crush on Carcat. <laughs> oh, you know who else Tobias would like? Solix. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time I have conversations about Homestuck, I'm like, I should reread Homestuck. But then I think about Homestuck, and I was like, I shouldn't reread Homestuck. I know. You know what does, I mean? Is Jake, is Jake just is Jake just the boring answer? Like, does Jake like John? John isn't boring. Well, he's John is a good character. <laughs> I think that J- Jake. I think Jake probably also likes Dave. Cat a lot. Like, Jake. Yeah. Mm. I think I just that. just the sort of like desperately. Try like I think that he would see Carcat desperately trying to be a leader and be like, "Yeah, bud, can you, you're trying." <laughs> Fist is bump. That, is that everyone? Oh no, who does Axe like? Who's, oh. who's Axe's favorite? Equius. I know. I was going to say and then I didn't fucking want to. Yeah, no, actually, I hate Equius so much. But Kanaya, it's it's. I think it's Kanaya. It could be the the way that Kanaya the way that Kanaya talks like granted granted Kanaya talks the way that she does because it's largely sarcasm but like if you like if if Kanaya was talked the exact same way but was not sarcastic like it would be the exact same stuff as Axe says. <laughs> like, oh, Axe is just the funnier the same answer, character, though. Just yeah. one has severe irony poisoning. Yeah. I'd want Axe to like somebody just completely off the wall. Like he never stopped like talking about Nepeta. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, totally. Nepeta, Nepeta. Yeah, I don't know either. Don't give a shit. Oh, sorry. Do you know who Axe actually is? Unfortunately, Aridin. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's a fucking snob. <laughs> Poor little. <laughs> I hate no. that you're right. Oh no, you hit a, a very, very 
old nerve that I didn't realize I still had inside of me. Shana, Very you dealt hard. me psychic damage with that one. Oh, I lost no. a few brain cells yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> oh. See, see, part of my brain was thinking it, but I was like, I can't realize this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, I can't it's like, say it's like, it. It's like Ace Attorney style. It's behind a cyclock. And I know neither of you get that joke, so let's just keep moving. I, I, I don't get it, get it, but I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> you get it's like it? Whenever you make, it's like whenever you make a reference to a later season, to, to like any of the Venture Bros, I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. Because you are, you are a wordsmith, and I get what you, I get the intent. I don't know the reference, but I get the intent. Um, speaking of disgusting conversations that friends can have, um, somebody is like, yo, Axe, that girl is checking you out. And Axe is like, what does checking out mean? And what Marco says is it means that girl over there is warm for your form. <laughs> oh, no. Which is awful. Oh, Marco. And terrible. Who, who let him, who taught him these things? I love, listen, okay. I love all three of my partners with all of my heart. I, they are my favorite people in the world. If any of them said that they were ever quote warm for my form I'm, I'm done it's over we are done warm is just I'm a crazy thing to say you. about attraction you know what i mean it's just like a crazy thing to say yeah i mean luckily it all becomes worth it because then marco's like she wants your body dude and ax is like she can't have it <laughs> it's <fine. laughs> oh it's so good i love it oh i just I love them having fun i just want them to have fun forever um, but uh, all good things must come to an end, and Axe goes fucking crazy and starts yeah. like kind of demorphing. Yeah, he like and, loses like, control out. of his morphing ability. Uh huh. Um, it kind of made me. I don't know if I should be surprised. Maybe I just don't remember like whether this would be like an age appropriate thing. But one of the teachers is like, "That kid's been drinking." Oh yeah, and I'm like, "They're." I mean, I understand that there's some. 13 year olds or whatever do drink but okay. i was like to outright say it like yeah I, mean, I guess that makes sense because the only other thing that a teacher could say would be like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> which they can't you know have happen right. for plot reasons <laughs> right um <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Axe is doing all the shit. They're trying to get him into like a stall somewhere. And then Chapman and uh Mr. Oh, what's his name? Tidwell. Tidwell. It was it's such a weird last name. I'm just like <laughs> Mr. Tidwell, uh the, they they're like nearby. And Tidwell's apparently a very strict teacher. So they're like, ee. And also Chapman is Chapman, so that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh so they're they're all trying to like create a distraction. And then uh, Tidwell comes around and he's like, hey, I see what kind of person you are, basically. Um, he's like, I know your friend is an Andalite, uh, but it's cool. Like, it's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm cool. Um, I, I'm i in contact. Do you remember that other year you hung out with for a while? Um, what's her name? Aftran or something Aftran. like that? Aftran. Aftran, yeah. Um. Uh, we're, we're buddies. Uh, my name's, like, Ilium. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, uh, we're part of the Yerk Peace Movement, but she got captured, which is a big deal. Uh, she's gonna, she's gonna probably get information extracted out of her, and then we're all gonna be fucked. So you gotta do something. 
and she's like, okay, my friend is very sick right now, but back burner that we'll figure that whole thing out <laughs> yeah. later. Um, so they take, everyone takes, act, well, uh, Cassie and Marco, no, yes, everyone takes Axe back, back to the, the barn. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, Axe is like barely conscious he's like super delirious and he's uh he's talking about uh some disease he has um which i i'm gonna have to pull up the name of it's just there's so many fake words in there's this a book. lot going on as well i love the there's a a couple of details i love which is one they're all trying to like cassie's like hey let's talk and everyone's like no we can't talk like what's happening that teacher just obviously saw axe like morphing in and out of andalite we're freaking out and cassie's like no 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 it's cool it's cool don't worry about it and they're like is it cool and tobias is like everyone shut the fuck up all i care about right now right now is getting axe home and I'm like, family! Family. And then when they get to the barn, um, it seems like it's a lot easier to hydrate a sick Andalite than a sick human, which is really handy. Um, I've tried to, like, feed water to a lot of incredibly drunk friends, and it's really annoying. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but with an Andalite, you just sort of, like, plop their hoof in a water. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they just, they don't, maybe he didn't get that hydrated. They don't know. How would they know? Yeah. Um, but they're like, know. this is probably fine. <laughs> yeah, he's really, even with, he's super feverish. I mean, relative to Andalite temperature. And he still manages to be like, my normal temperature is uh, 91 of your degrees. <laughs> and Marco's like, it's everyone's, you know, okay, it's God, not the time. <laughs> it's not the time. Done. And um, I so have, mad. so there's a. I'm so fucking mad, Seda. <laughs> what? About what? The fact that he's Eridon. Oh, Eridon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Eridon, yeah. sure. That's the, that's, the way that, that's the way that normal people say it. We all have to grow up sometime. <laughs> have realizations about the world. And how and it's how difficult. And how Axe is Eridon Ampera. Yeah. Um, there's a running theme in this book that I really liked of um, Cassie being like physically affectionate to her friends as they're very ill um yeah. it's just that little those little like touches i mean literal touches that i really really like she's like she does a lot of like touching people's arms and like stroking their back um she seems to like pet axe a lot and she tries to comfort him which is just such a lovely like little character detail and also such a wonderful little like peek into their friendships and that kind of thing which is the shit i do like obviously and Obviously. also, like, right around this time, as Axe is, like, passing out, Cassie says, bless your baby bones. Which, which I guess is, is the so dearest, good. That Cassie's the dearest mom thing. says to her when she's sick, which is crazy, but so good. Um, I love Cassie's family. They're, like, the perfect amount of, like, weird and, like, really, like, genuinely sweet and caring, you know? Totally. They're just, like... So, yeah and then um, we are just blessed with continuing the streak of eric popping up um, oh yes and i love I've... because basically they're like yo we're gonna need to hide axe and we also need to figure out how to save this yerk from being tortured um and uh, eric basically rolls in like yo this is weird usually i'm here to give bad news and i'm actually here to receive it this time cool he's, he's so fun he's so 
fun. I feel like the the ghostwriters were like, um, Caplegate, we love what you're doing here, um, but we noticed this one thing that we want to do all the time, <laughs> constantly, because it's our favorite. Yeah. And us here at the Wonder Yorks are like, yes. Yep, that's so true. <laughs> it is law. He's just so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> um. So, uh, so that, so yeah, they're basically like, hey, Eric, can you do a surgery? And he's like, nah. And they're like, do you know anyone else who can do a surgery? And they're like, my quote unquote dad, um, <laughs> can, was like a French doctor in the, in, like, the 1500s. the 15th century, yeah. So, no, no. I guess is the answer. <laughs> yeah, because, um, um, I think we sort of skipped over whatever this disease is called essentially yamfoot or something like that yeah yeah something like that it um results in the collection of a bunch of stuff in a certain gland in an andalite head that uh can explode when their fever goes down and so the cure for it is brain surgery <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy crazy and i was like Scary. i was like Okay, they're not actually going to do a brain surgery, though, right? Like, they're not actually going to do it. I fully, like, I mean, spoiler alert, they do fucking brain surgery. I was, yeah. I absolutely thought that it was going to be, like, a, a joke twist. Like, I right, thought same. Axe, I was like, Axe was going to get better and be like, whoa, were you about to cut into my head? The gland is in my pinky finger or something like that, you know? Or, or he was just going to, like, just get better, like, just, like, Ralph and get better, yeah. you know? But th- th- through his hooves or something. Yeah. No, I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was bad as I was saying it, but I had to say it. It doesn't bother me. Should it bother me? Um, I, I mean, it's the idea like of hoof vomiting. It's. Seems I get efficient. it not bothering you, but on the same, on the same like note, I also get it extremely bothering Sarah. Sure. <laughs> I wish I could barf out my hands. Sometimes when I'm hungover in a car, I have to pull over. You remember the Naruto character who had hands on his, uh, who had mouths, mouths on, on his hands? hands? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could Did do I that. Do whatever. Yeah. You could that. just do a Naruto. Could I do that? Yeah. Would that be okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do a Naruto. <laughs> what is... Do you, know, do you think that character uh, ever, like, sucked his own dick? <laughs> hey! <laughs> that, there's, you know that one Doctor Who episode that, like... Um, there's a girl who gets turned into a pavement tile, um, and then they have, like, a weird blowjob joke at the end. I haven't reached that one yet, no. I've been watching it with Andrea, and we're almost done with the Eccleston season. It's good. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that <laughs> Also, is... that entire episode is insane. It is. Is that it's... a, is that a, is that, what, who's, That's who's a the tenant one. That That's okay, a, yeah, we'll technically that a tenant one, but he's barely, it's a very Dr. Light episode, which they used yeah. to do a lot more of. It's uh, it's not um, I would say, uh, wildly praised in the fandom. <laughs> it's not one of the greats. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't say that I've heard a lot about it up until now. <laughs> you may have seen people talking about. I believe it's called of Love and Monsters. Uh, it's uh, people, people have have opinions about it. Opinions about all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, they turn. I have opinions. The, the the whole section where their eels is bad. Oh yeah. So, um, except it's, for it's, one it's, thing, which is that it's the they're... casino. It's it's the last Jedi casino scene of this book. Oh my god. Wow. It really. It, ha- it definitely has it's that sort of hectic. 
feel to it mm-hmm. and everything it's, it's, goes wrong it's, sorry, sorry it's what the canto oh, like riot the la- from last jedi all oh, the casino scenes Oh, you should yeah, see Last yeah. Jedi. Um, I need. I'm yeah. I'm working on it. Uh, Andrea's Andrea's roommate uh, is a huge Star Wars fan and has been gradually, slowly showing me all of them. Star Wars good. Star Wars good. Um. So the eels they turn they decide that the best way to get into the Yurk pool because they've got all those fucking like guards and stuff is to go through the water system, and they mm-hmm. turn into eels and it all sucks for a quite a few reasons we've got claustrophobia we've got rushing water we've got general chaos we've got uh at one point cassie needs to save jake and this involves like four of her friends all chomping down on her really hard with their sharp eel teeth all of them are having trouble controlling their instincts and all want to kill each other but the only (laughs) good thing that happens is that rachel when she's trying to get control of her morph says i am one mad little worm (laughs) (laughs) I think that should just, I just want Rachel to have like a jean jacket that just says that across the back. I am one mad little worm. Fan artists out there, we're paging you. (laughs) Please. We're paging you because it's the 90s. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, and can I just say, this is one of maybe the most sadistic ways that I think a writer has ever made one of their plans go wrong, which Mm -hmm. is that they get lost in the water system and then they get spewed out of a fire hose into an actively burning building. As I was reading it, I was like, like, you have to be fucking This this shit's like Charlie Chaplin levels of slapstick. Yeah. Like, this is is Jar Jar at the end of uh, episode one, just, like, swinging around on the fucking tanks in the middle of the war. Like, that's what's going on here. Yeah, I I just wrote in all caps, this is just just sadistic at this point. (laughs) Yeah, it's insane. I mean, they escape fairly quickly. I think that that's what made it so cruel is that it wasn't even like oh we're out of the out of the water and we're in the fire now time to escape the burning building it was like we're out of the water and let's just leave so it's like let's just they don't even like react to the danger they're just like in danger and they're like here we go jake's throwing up now so yeah. this alien <laughs> walk- flu is passing around to everybody now he's, he's throwing up inside of a burning house yep uh <laughs> Like, oh boy, I was I was reading and thinking, oh my god, it's the worst day ever. Like it's the worst day. That's so ever. True. Um so yeah, so um Marco and Cassie end up walking Jake back to his house. Um and Rachel called beforehand to tell to tell uh Jake's mom that yeah, Jake flu. had the flu. Um and she's like, so so that's cool, that's covered. Um, mostly, kind, not really, sort of. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Rachel tells uh, Cassie on the phone that, like, oh, yeah, our friend <laughs> says that our other friends aren't going to get as severe uh, of a flu uh, as as he did, which is lucky yeah. uh, for Jake. It, this is, like, the worst, um, like, lying on the telephone bit I think they've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly the so worst we've had coded. in a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> if not ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's fine. The The information gets... Uh, so every, yeah. <laughs> it's basically just like a... Just like a, a, a stomach flu or something. Yeah, um, it seems to be like a 24-hour sort of bug. 
mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. really knocks you on your ass. Like Jake can't even walk. Uh, Cassie and Marco are carrying him home. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Cassie goes back to her home and she finds a semi-delirious, semi-lucid axe playing rock, paper, scissors with Eric. For, for money. Who knows how long because axe is like, I owe Eric one million and seven dollars because I don't understand why paper beats rock. Rocks don't breathe. <laughs> and Eric's like, shrug. You'll win it back, buddy. Like, <laughs> Eric is like, like, could make like a great con man, I feel like. Oh my God, totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he probably played one in an earlier life or something. Oh my God. Yeah, I hope that he was like a, just a straight up uh, Huckleberry Finn type, you know? Just like, not yeah. Huckleberry Finn. I'm thinking like Oliver Twist villain, whoever that guy sure, is. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a real rascal. He's a, just a straight up rascal. It's true. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Cassie's dad comes home and sees Cassie sort of like diving out of the stall where Axe is, where they're ha- using Eric as a hologram to make it look like the stall is empty. And I love there's a moment where he's like, I know you were in the empty stall and I know why. And Cassie's like, do you? And he's like, you were pretending to be a horse, weren't you? <laughs> and Cassie's like, I haven't pretended to be a horse since I was five. Fine, maybe six. And just, God, the image of little baby Cassie just pretending to be a horse. And now she can actually be a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love her. And at this point, basically, people start dropping like flies. Uh, <laughs> we just sort of have like a cascading domino effect of everyone slowly getting sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Tobias being a bird gives him sort of an maybe not he doesn't give him an advantage but it definitely has his benefits because when Tobias gets sick Cassie just throws him in a cage and is like dad we got sick bird <laughs> like leaves <laughs> oh Cassie is like so funny uh she <laughs> She's, um, she, uh, uh, Tobias is pitching a fit because he's like, you're putting me in a cage? Yeah. I'm a sentient creature. And he's, like, biting on the, the bars. And she's like, calm down. This is for the best. <laughs> he's, like, so mad. It's really funny. <laughs> and for, um, I think the second book in a row, but certainly, if not the second book in a row, then the book before I did this, we get... Eric being involved in a conversation about letting somebody die if you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Cassie's yeah. basically like, hey, if Axe, like, can't control his actions or, like, something goes wrong, like, I'm gonna be doing... I'm gonna be trying to rescue that Yerk, uh, so if Axe is gonna die, you can't do anything about it? Mm-hmm. Okay, bye! <laughs> like oh here uh-huh yep okay time to go to the yerk pool and get the image of a whole bunch of voluntary human hosts watching full house and laughing <laughs> yeah who okay that's the really humanity there because i like i've watched a lot of full house in my time I, th- I can get the number of times i've laughed at a joke on full house on one finger yeah i don't and like, like these are probably like adults you know yeah, like they have to be because they're like have given some Voluntary form of consent yeah. to be controllers. Uh, like I don't know. It reminds me. There was one time I was having a party at my friend's house. There were only a few of us there, and at a certain point, we were like, 
we were all like dancing and going wild and then we were like where's the host and we like wandered around her house until we found her and she was just sitting on the couch in her living room crying with laughter at america's funniest home videos (laughs) oh but haven't we all been there like she was just (laughs) nearly sobbing and we were like do you want to come back to the party and she was like in a minute (laughs) (laughs) who among us who among us he who is out he who is without sin yeah oh i can't do two podcasts back to back anymore i'm realizing we've also we've been kind of dragging our feet on this one we might have had a slight homestuck tangent i don't know i might have dreamed that well that might I, have been a I, fever definitely, dream. I definitely leaned into that but like i i just recorded an almost two hour long episode of city girls make do before this which is a great podcast but, like, my brain is just fucking swimming right now. Speaking of swimming, Yerkpool, we see a Yerkpool. five-year-old controller, which is very cool. Very, very oh. cool. Oh, wait. Sorry. Forgot to go over the plan <laughs> that happened here, which is that Cassie um, acquires the yerk. yerk that is mm-hmm. in Mr. Tidwell mm-hmm. uh, and goes into his brain carrying the actual yerk so she becomes a yerk and he's a controller and then they go into the yerk pool just chilling they smuggle i love the concept of a yerk smuggling another yerk into the pool that's just very funny to me mm-hmm. um and you know it also seems a little dangerous because so very. it's a ziploc bag that they left a little bit open and it's filled with water and i'm like <laughs> this is a recipe for a wet stain uh on your breast pocket for sure, uh, a suspicious that you're gonna one. have to explain. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's it's a it's a compliment to the writing how much I hate every time we go to the Yerk pools. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, it's think, so it's like so dystopian. Yeah, and this one is really tough because we get Cassie um, as a Yerk, which is obviously a pretty new perspective. Um, mm-hmm. But she, at one point, out of desperation, has to infect a host that didn't, like, she didn't ask. Like, Mm -hmm. and that is a weird thing to experience one of Uh the heroes doing. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, you know, do the ends justify the means, I guess. Sure, yeah. Sure, no, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, the, like, the, everything that, that this series is trying to explore. Right. Oh, great Visser 3 moment. Um, <laughs> they're, like, Cassie's, like, fuck, Visser 3 has the Yurk I'm trying to save. How the fuck am I going to get to her? Like, she'll be isolated. And then Visser 3 is, like, hey, everyone come watch me torture. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys, everyone come watch me torture, Okay. Okay, I love thank him you. so much. And it's like, uh huh, <laughs> uh huh. I mean, he's on the top of his game. This book, he, he always really is. is. Um, is this uh, the so, third book in a row where poop plays a vital role in the climax? It is. It is, and I think they all have been. This is this is our third ghost written book. I'm pretty sure all of them have had uh, high amounts of Eric content and high amounts of bird poop content. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's actually been more than three. I think that there were a couple ghost-written books earlier in the series that we didn't uh, we didn't notice. But mm-hmm. the past three, yeah, because at one point 
There's like a whole escape sequence uh, where Cassie manages to get that yerk and they both dive into the pool and then Cassie becomes a bird carrying this yerk out of there. And one of those like hunter robots starts following her around and she's like, ah, their weakness is their ocular input. So Mm -hmm. she poops on it (laughs) and escapes. Uh huh, and it works great. And um, it's this one moment is really sweet because she's, um, as has been established before, this Yerk Pool entrance is in a McDonald's, um, mm-hmm. and this basically this bird comes flying out of nowhere, yeah, uh, which is Cassie, obviously. And then Cassie's like, you know what's cool? Humans. Nine out of ten humans are pretty decent because mm-hmm. um, she's like, fuck, I'm not gonna be able to open that door. Shit oh no, what the fuck, I'm trapped. And then a person, like a passerby, is like, oh, that bird is freaking out. I'm going to open the door for it. <laughs> I'd open I mean, the door for a bird. Same. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad we're all on the same page there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she flies back to the barn. Um, uh, Axe isn't doing great. He's, uh, he's like gone non-responsive. Yeah. Um, he's, he's hit that, like, the crisis mode where it's, like, it's time to operate on your alien friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cassie With no drops... no knowledge of the anatomy that you're even supposed to be getting to. No knowledge at all. Cassie drops the yerk in the, in the, in the trough, because it can just, like, swim around in water for a little bit, uh, just to keep it moist. Mm-hmm. Um, and is, it just does, like, a whole, like, ER thing, um, knowing it's way great. more this... about... This is genuinely one of my favorite moments in all of Animorphs. It's crazy. It's, um, I mean, it's like, so good. Everything just kept escalating. And when it got to the point where I realized what she was about to do, like she was about to put the Yerk into Axe, I like, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, because everything just kept ramping up and up and up and up. And I was like, is it going to stop at any point? <laughs> and it didn't. It didn't. No. No, Cassie it stopped when it stopped, you know? Like, into Axe, and my exact note was, I cannot imagine he is going to be very happy about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and spoiler alert, he wasn't. He wasn't. And Cassie basically used thought speak with this Yerk who was infecting Axe to be able to communicate with... Because Axe couldn't communicate, so she needed the Yerk to communicate so that she could even find out where this gland was that she needed to take out. And then, yes, we very much do get, like, a pretty graphic description of actual real-life surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it's ruled. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh. And, like, yeah, and then Axe freaks out. Uh, not as much as I expected, but there was a lot going on. And, yeah. supposed to be on the book anyways. yeah. He'll and deal with that next time. He'll do that with next. He'll deal with that next time he's up on deck. Probably. Yeah. And basically, oh, Aftran no. is like, "Yo, you need to kill me because I'm a fugitive and I'm gonna die anyway, and it's gonna suck." Um, and Cassie's like, "Oh, and they're communicating because Cassie like reinfects herself with the yerk. It's really tragic. I mean, Aftran yeah. ends up not dying. Actually, has a really beautiful, happy ending. I think. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. the conversation." where Cassie puts Aftran in her ear and they're both so desperate and sad, but neither of them see any way to solve it and both know that the other one is in danger and they both know that Aftran is probably going to die. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, because it's like, it's, it's 
it's not like explicitly said but obviously they have such a huge bond already because they've shared all of their memories with each other before right yeah mm-hmm. um and they've been in a life death situation before and they've saved each other's lives before so they have this like unimaginable bond mm-hmm. uh and just having that be sort of quietly explored i thought was just so fucking cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it was, <laughs> and then Jake is like, nah, I got this, guys. We can figure this out, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he basically comes up with the plan to give, uh, oh, what's her name again? Aftran. Af- Aftran. Af- or as Autocrat uh, kept insisting, Afghan. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Okay. Um, um, the ability to morph, um, but she's got to stay in a morph for over two hours, so she's just that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they they give her a dolphin morph, right? Um, I think she's a whale. Humpback. Or humpback whale. whale. Humpback whale. I don't know why. I was... <laughs> no, because Cassie mentions being a dolphin to go talk to That's her. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so she gets to be a whale forever, and she's, like, really, really happy about it and just swims around. And mm-hmm. it's, like... It's so lovely because the like the very stressful chapter ends with Aftran saying it's not so bad to die for what you believe in and then the mm-hmm. book ends with this time Cassie you won. And it's like Yeah. Did it did it have a good, good did good thing just happen for children? Did good <laughs> thing just happen for the kids maybe? <laughs> right. It's like a really like genuine it's not uh uh, super joyful ending, but it's a it's a nice, satisfying. Um, I think we did good this time, guys. Kind yeah. of ending. Not not to Doctor Who again, but it reminds me. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the, uh, the Eccleston episodes set in oh the war, the in the Blitz where yes. he's running uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> he's like running mm-hmm. around, um, and he says that incredible line where he's like, "Just this once, Rose. Everybody lives." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really delighted me. This book was so good. It was very good. I love, yeah. It explored my favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about it, but, you know, I love, mor- I like, yerk moral complexity. Because it's, it's so boring to say, oh, this one species, d- it thinks about things this one way. Yeah, you know? totally. And, like, um, I liked... We started to get a hint of that when we saw the Yerks with whatever those weirdos were who were, like, they were built to be hosts for the Yerks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's sort of, like, mm, while it's it's better, and I think probably, I mean, you could argue about the ethics of it, I guess. <laughs> um, like, seeing a an actual, like, symbiotic relationship where, like, at when 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 the Yerk leaves Miss like Tidwell, he's like, oh, it always feels empty when she leaves. Like I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually like get along. There's we get like hints of his backstory because his wife died. We know that Cassie sees visions of him like in just a like disgusting mess of a house. Obviously very depressed as a widower. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like the fact that he now constantly has somebody living in his head is actually really comforting to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's, a, it's such good character stuff. I love I love this character so much. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it takes just, a lot of boxes for me, generally speaking, but also just, all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So good. Um, yeah. Do we want to get into questions? We have a couple. Yay. We have question. Yeah. First question, first question from Twitter user at uh, Ducky Aisha wants to know, where do I send questions to? Just a DM? <laughs> yes, and I've got the DMs. <laughs> yep. I also have the DMs. Okay, cool. If you want to read them off. Uh, yeah, because I haven't been really much present for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Uh, one, in the previous episode, the Animorphs plan to acquire a morph of someone by sucking their blood and acquiring the morph from the blood directly. So, if someone's blood had parasites in it, like if they had malaria, would they also acquire the malaria parasite? Does that count as something they can morph? Would they acquire the person's morph and the parasite morph, or just one or the other? This is tearing me and my girlfriend apart. Uh, I think just the person. Oh, yeah. Well, me and Say, we kind of talked about this, like, what would happen if you acquired, like, a really, like, low cellular organism sort of thing. We talked about this with coral. Yeah, we went into a gallery that was full of cool rocks and coral, and we were like, what if you anamorphed coral? (laughs) Um, And I think that the ultimate, like... We didn't dive too deep, but I think I still agree. The ultimate conclusion that we came to is, like, you might be able to do it, but you would not be able to come back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a one-way trip. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, like, don't do it. <laughs> is, I don't really understand how, like, malaria works, but is it, like, fundamentally different from other diseases? Like... Yeah, because you don't person. get diseases, because unless it affects your DNA, unless because they're affecting, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know enough about DNA to be sure of anything like that. Yeah, neither um, do I. If yes, then yeah. If no, then nah. And I mean, yes, if malaria is a complex enough DNA that it can fuse with the human. Um, uh-huh. No, if malaria is simple DNA, because as we all know, that can't fuse with yeah. human. Oh no! (laughs) Okay, so complexity—that's a real thing. Small DNA. (laughs) Small DNA. (laughs) No, all DNA is small. Next question, Sarah. Please before. (laughs) Next question. Just want to think about—they weren't around in the '90s, but would Axe enjoy energy drinks in a modern AU? T. Hanks. Smiley face. Um, he would yeah. really he would really enjoy them the first time and would just like keep riding the high of them and then like he would crash and just be like am i dying i think oh, yeah. he no, would he... be banned from them <laughs> oh yeah after after one he gets one night of them and that's it uh my friends didn't let me have energy drinks in high school and i'm a human being with like slightly more control over my behavior than Axe. Okay, yes, that's true, but also like, were any of your friends Marco? Uh, no, I'm kind of the Marco. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah, you are though, is the thing. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Oh. I feel like we're all kind of the Marco here. I mean, I can also see Axe sipping an energy drink and going, "Bet tastes like batteries." Sip. Bet tastes like batteries oh no that tastes like batteries and rachel's like axe stop fucking drinking it if you don't like it he's like why does it taste like that that he's a baby yeah baby boy baby boy (laughs) oh my god um also i think someone on our twitter feed a while back 
talked about. Oh yeah, we had a couple. We had a couple of ats on Twitter uh, a couple a little while ago. Uh, first of all, at underscore gaze anatomy underscore wants to say, my sister has a message for you. Please consider that Tobias is in love with Jake, and frankly, I agree. I mean, who isn't in love with Jake? Is the thing. <laughs> Other yeah. than Rachel, obviously. Yeah, mm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, I do agree. Also, yes. Uh, also, yeah. <laughs> at, at killing you guy wants to say, uh, just listen to your Jonathan Taylor Thomas episode, which is referring to. That's an old one. Damn, right. that's an early one. That's the one with. Uh, that's the one where Rachel has a crocodile allergy. Where's that? Oh Cassie? yeah. We've no, it's Rachel, it's Rachel in the books. Cassie in the show. We've referenced JTT much more recently than that. I feel like we have, but... Yeah, like in the past two episodes. But but anyways, uh, PewDiePie is a controller. Truth. Speak truth to power. It makes sense. (laughs) I don't... Every time time he has a heated gaming moment, that's the actual PewDiePie, like, showing through and the Yurk not, like, loosening control for a minute. Yeah, it's possible. I just think that if PewDiePie is a controller, he's like a fringe yerk who isn't like part of the schemes. <laughs> he's not yeah. associated with the movement. He's not associated with the yerk peace movement either. Like he's no, just like No, he's he's like just like he's a guy. got all the like the shitty yerk beliefs, but uh-huh. nobody wants him to be in their army, you know? Right. And he just doesn't have the drive for it either. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a shithead. Mhm. Um no, that's great. <laughs> oh, tremendous. Um, so I think that makes the episode that we just did. Um, Have we talked think- about andalatetruth.org, by the way? Oh, shit. Was that in between our, um, not really hiatus, but when we, uh, did we talk about it last episode? I've, Sadie, ne- I've, remember? I've never brought it up because it's made by Too another much? Animorphs podcast, so I never knew uh- if it was kosher. Oh. oh, I mean, we we, we are we are up we are uplift we are lifting and supporting uh, other podcasts in 2019. So, uh, <laughs> andalatruth.org. They locked down the .org domain, which is great. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful website. Um, I appreciate the GeoCities artistry of it. Yeah, no, it's um, amazing. But the truth is basically that. Um, oh, oh. <sighs> that uh, andalites don't have tor- like human torsos. They're just I, like. Body, horse body, neck, head. Arms. I just, I, I, I need to, I need to share this thing that this website, that this GeoCities ass website just sent me back to, and it's a website that I would go to when I was young. I was like twelve or thirteen, and it was just a website that promised me I could wish for anything and it would become true as long as I went to the website every day. And I just kind of wished that I was a girl for like a month and went to the website every day. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, the backdrop of this website just really reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's it's very perfect in what it's emulating. Um, and in this book, uh, they did describe what an andalite looks like, and no torso to speak of in the description. So, I like I like a fuzzy centaur. My heart still belongs to the fuzzy centaur. Mm. Um, but I also but I also I also feel for. A torsoless uh, horse thing with arms. The arms are what kind of throw me. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> Just like I know, I I always bring this up, but we did get another like weird detail that Andalites have really really weak hands in this. <laughs> they <book>. do. So <laughs> I love their shitty little arms and their shitty little hands. I know. Yeah. 
Ugh, um, so perfect. Oh, important thing, by the way. Uh, we just crested the one-year anniversary the other day. Or, like, oh, did we? Recently, a uh, one-year anniversary of Seda joining the podcast. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Party hats, party spinners. Ba-doo. It That's happened me, because like... Blair couldn't do podcasts and no one else wanted to do this one, so I just did all of the guest spots. <laughs> Which is um, such a beautiful story. Everyone was like, fear baiting, hell yeah, I want to talk about horror movies. And I was like, hey, can I talk about Amorphs? <laughs> and you did such a good job, and we're so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you want to support another year of Seda being on this podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com uh, slash fear baiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, $1 a month gets you uh, early access to episodes. Uh, $5 a month gets you shouted out on the show uh, and, and voting in polls. Yes, message. And then well, $1 gets you voting on polls, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always mix those things up. Um, and then Can we $10 write a, a month. script for the Patreon part? We should, shouldn't Please. we? Shouldn't we? <laughs> shouldn't we? We should. $10, $10 a month gets you, make, gets, you to, gets you also a shout out, and you also get to shout out, make us watch a horror movie that you're choosing for fear baiting. Anyways, thank you to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, Ducky Aisha, and Sophie. We love you all very much. Thank you. Um, if you would like oh. to find the show, you can do so at The Wonder Yerks on Twitter. Um, that's basically where we're mostly active. Uh, if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitsch on Twitter or blairkitsch.tumblr.com. Uh, I can be... F- I can be found on Twitter at uh, SunHatGenia and also on Sna- uh, on Snouts Done Online, which is my Mastodon instance, uh, SunHatGenia, and also on Twitch, and that's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Um, uh, my other podcast, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, uh, Leftism Podcast, and also I was a guest on the great podcast of City Girls Make Do, where I got to talk for, for two hours about sex in the city. And boy, are my arms tired from jerking off because it's. Oh no, <laughs> no, Seda, save us. Uh, I'm Seda. I'm on Twitter at nudity with an ea instead of a y. You can check out my other podcast, Music from Well Hills, where I solve tiny problems with tiny songs at Musical Mole on Twitter. You can check out my other music at GayGothVibes.online. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out our sister podcast, Fear Baiting, where we talk, uh, where me and Sarah talk about horror movies, and you can find all of the podcasts supported on the network that we're on on noisespace.xyz uh thank you thank, noise thank you thank you matt noisespace so yeah uh thank you for listening to the wonder yerks uh we will see you again in those weeks um but until then i have been blair i'm still sarah i can see inside you the sickness is rising don't try to deny what you feel seems that all that was good has died and is decaying in me Ooh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Come on, get down with the sickness. I'm Seda, Escafil device. Mwah. <laughs>